This is the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created to uplift, motivate, and inspire women of color to be fearless in their pursuit of their dreams, go after what they deserve, and show up as their most unapologetic, most authentic selves. This audio series was created for every woman who was on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe, and fiercely transforming her life. So sit down with me, get your notebook, grab a pen, and let's create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hello. Hello. How are you guys? Happy Monday. How was your weekends? Whether it was spent in the house practicing social distancing or if you were still out and about, I hope you still had a relaxing and great weekend. I spent my weekend in the house (laughs) and I don't even think I left my couch Saturday. It was a Netflix and nap type of day and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Sunday I got up and I watched church because all of the churches are being streamed online and I took some time to just read and it was just a relaxing weekend. But y'all, it is getting real out here. My heart goes out to each and every nurse that is listening, all of you doctors and any of you that work in the healthcare industry, government, science, or within law enforcement. I express my deepest gratitude to you for getting out there and keeping us safe during this time, trying to fight this thing and just trying to figure out the answers. A lot of the world is at home today, but you are out there on the front line showing up and still caring for sick people and working long hours to find the answers. And without you, we will get absolutely nowhere. So thank you for all that you do and have done over the past few weeks as this has been developing. Our country, our cities, our families need you. Our world is panicking right now. I have never been in the store and the shelves were empty. I have never experienced people fighting over toilet paper, but they are. (laughs) And I've never witnessed the world shutting down. The games are canceled. The movies are closed. The grocery stores are under modified operating hours because we're buying stuff faster than they can even put it on the shelves. And I don't even know about the rest of you guys, but my anxiety level went from zero to 100. A couple of weeks ago, it was just a trending topic on CNN, right? Like, We were watching it, but we weren't watching it. And now we see it. And back then, my adult mind was like, Ash, maybe you should go get some non-perishables just in case, you know, and add it to your emergency preparedness cabinet, right? So I go to the store. I get like two boxes of instant oatmeal, two boxes of Pop-Tarts because they were buy one, get one free. And like a family pack of instant spicy ramen. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, you know, I have some snacks here and there just in case things get a little crazy. And before we knew it, almost overnight, things got real crazy. Everyone is being sent home. Cases are popping up left and right. People are walking around in hazmat suits. And we have now found ourselves in a state of fear, fear for our health, fear for our well-being, 
fear for our families and fear for our lives. Coupled with that fear is anxiety. We are anxious that something even worse is going to happen. Anxious that you're around someone who might have it. You're anxious about other people thinking that you might have it. A lot of us are spiraling. Last summer, I did an episode right after we had our earthquakes here in LA. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly suggest that you do after this one. It's called, Where is Your Alignment? And in that episode, I talked about how I basically fell apart after experiencing these huge earthquakes in LA and how it stripped me in the days following because I had so much fear and anxiety about what was going to happen next. So I'm on the phone with my mom and her prayer partner in the middle of a full-on breakdown, and she simply asks me two questions. Where is your alignment, and are you in alignment with fear Or are you in alignment with faith? And I had to ask myself that question again last week because I too felt like I was starting to spiral. And I was watching CNN and I was watching the news. And y'all, I don't even like the news, but here I am checking KTLA at 7 a.m., you know, and I'm checking social media. And every time I open Instagram, somebody new has it. And my fear was just building up and building up and getting bigger and bigger. And the more I checked the media outlets, the more concerned I got. The more I read social media and started seeing what other people were posting about, the more anxious I felt. And I had to check myself and say, Ash, this is not you. Turn off the news. At Keisha 44 in the comments is not a scientist, a reporter, or a healthcare professional. Find something else to watch. Shut down the apps for a little while. It's time to start limiting your consumption of this stuff because it's starting to consume you. Better yet, Perhaps if you didn't spend so much time checking what other people are doing and saying in the media and what the people on the gram had to say and started opening up your mouth and praying and hearing what God had to say, maybe you wouldn't be feeling like this. Maybe your fear wouldn't be so strong. Maybe if you took your eyes off of CNN for a while and put them on God, you might have a little peace. And I'm not a pastor by any means. And I know that there are people that believe in other things and all the love to you. But I personally believe in God. And I can only speak from my experiences of what I know of Him. And I don't know much about what's happening in our world. I don't know much about this virus and how it will impact our economy, how it will impact our government or our lives. But what I do know is that he has never left me nor forsaken me. What I do know is that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us power, love, and a sound mind. Mike Todd, pastor of Transformation Church, gave a great explanation of the spirit of fear. He says that fear is seeing someone coming at you about to harm you. The spirit of fear, however, is anticipating someone coming to harm you, but not actually seeing them. The spirit of fear lies in our minds, boo. We're thinking about what could happen. Y'all, I was in line at CVS and you know it's allergy season, right? And 
I needed to clear my throat because it was a little itchy and I nearly had a stroke trying to keep quiet in line so no one looked at me crazy. But this is where we are. We're so afraid. We have so much fear. We can be smart and practice social distancing and listen to healthcare professionals who say, stay indoors for the next couple of weeks until they figure out how to slow this thing down and not let the fear of what might happen consume us. Me glued to CNN and letting it play in my house for six hours a day, looking at the headlines, is not me using my gift of power, love, and a sound mind. You going to Target and buying up every roll of toilet paper is not you using the gift of power, love, and a sound mind. We are harnessing fear and anxiety, and that has to stop today. You keep your power and your love and your sound mind by finding the light in this very dark situation that we found ourselves in. You are the light in this situation. You still having your health and breath in your lungs is the light in this situation. You being able to be home and indoors instead of being outside and exposed to it is the light in this situation. You getting to spend time with your kids a little bit longer is light. Sleeping in a little longer is light. You finally picking up that book you always wanted to read is light. Taking the time to exercise more, even if it's in your living room. You have time now to work on your goals and create something or get yourself closer to the dream. That is the light in this situation. What I do know for sure is that the coronavirus may have stopped the world, but it most certainly will not stop you. Now would be a great time to write, to read, to research, to create to apply, to study, all those things that we say we want to do every single week. Now we have some extra time on our hands to do them. You can't waste this downtime we have, boo, on worrying about what's going to happen. You can't waste this time we've been given on fear and anxiety and refreshing the gram and worried about who's got it next. We are so fortunate to live in a time where we can get absolutely every update we can get in the world in seconds. But also, I believe it can be so detrimental to us and not just our physical being, but our mental and emotional beings with this mindless consumption of what is being put in front of us and what we have access to. Mindlessly consuming content and social media from other people, other news outlets, and technology takes you farther and farther away from mindfully creating the world that you want to live in, whether we're in a quarantine or not. Mindlessly watching someone else live their life on the gram keeps you from mindfully living the life you are supposed to be living in real life. We have to shift from mindlessly consuming to mindfully creating. I preach about creating a life that you want to live through and through on this podcast, but it won't mean jack if all of your attention is on everything but where it truly needs to be. And you don't have to be a creative to create something. It doesn't even have to be directed towards a goal. We can create happy and joy and light in our lives, even if there is no happy joy and light around us. 
finding and keeping your happiness is an ongoing job. And we have to mindfully create moments where we can make that happen for ourselves, especially in times like these. We all want to accomplish a goal at the end of the day, but what good is accomplishing a goal if you're unhappy with everything else that's going on outside of that goal? I used to hate this phrase, but the phrase goes, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey that gets you to the destination. And I used to hate that phrase so much because, well, y'all, the journey sucks sometimes. Right now, the journey sucks for all of us. But bumps in the road and twists and turns on our paths happen. When we say we're in this for the long haul and we're getting it by any means necessary, sis, waking up in the morning and still putting in work towards the life that you want to live, even with the chaos that's going on right now, is by any means necessary. Accepting the journey that you're on and accepting the rocks and the dips and the holes that you find yourself in on the path, albeit how scary they may be, is by any means necessary. But I finally understand that me accomplishing a goal won't be a true accomplishment if I'm still experiencing this fear and anxiety every time something crazy happens. Your accomplishments won't be true accomplishments if every time you're alone, you feel loneliness. If you have to rely on apps to make you feel connected to the world. If you don't know how to stand flat-footed on some faith that no matter what happens on your journey, in the end, everything will be just fine. Yeah, you may eventually accomplish the goal, but will you be happy? Will you be in a good space mentally? Will you be in a good space emotionally, spiritually? Will you be resilient? Will you wake up in the morning with joy, regardless of the chaos that might be surrounding you? Or do you wake up like, oh, here we go again. What else today? I found myself waking up in the morning like, okay, here we go. What crazy headline am I going to read now? Am I going to die? Are my loved ones safe? Am I safe? Why do people do dumb things? This is too much. I can't handle it. And I realized it's because before I went to bed the night before, I sat down to write notes for this episode, but ended up having CNN on and then decided to look up one of the commentators on Instagram. Then I was sitting on my phone on Instagram and saw someone I know on live talking about COVID. So I'm curious now, and I'm watching someone on live do a Q&A about their favorite disinfectant products. Then she recommends a YouTube channel, so curiosity strikes, and I'm interested. So I get on YouTube watch the video, then notice on the side there's another video about Amazon products that we need right now in a pandemic. So I watched that video. Then I see products I like. So I open up the Amazon app and now I'm looking for products and I'm in the reviews reading what other people have to say. Meanwhile, on my TV, there's another headline with bold writing. And y'all, it's just like the gift that keeps on giving. We're in a cycle and it goes over and over and over again. And before I know it, an hour has passed and I'm still in the exact same spot that I was, but with nothing done, more fear, more anxiety about what's to come, no podcast notes, and not inspired or motivated at all to keep going in the direction I was already headed just a few days prior before all of this popped off. I have learned that you have to mindfully start cutting out the things that consume you 
and mindfully create the moments that you want to have. Ask yourself, what brings you light throughout the day? What makes you feel lifted? And it can be the teeniest of tiniest of things. You don't have to break the bank to bring light to your day. What makes you feel good and how can you mindfully create that moment every single day? How can you be intentional about creating moments in your life where you're spending less time having your attention on something else and put that attention on yourself? Mindful moments can include taking 15 minutes to stretch every morning when you get out of bed instead of just throwing the covers up and going. Mindful moments can include taking three minutes to breathe deeply once an hour and connect, reconnect with yourself. Eat your lunch outside if the weather permits. If not, eat your lunch in a different spot than you normally do in your house. Turn off the laptop, turn off the TV, turn off social media for a little bit. Look out the window, listen to some music, get up, go for a walk once a day if your schedule permits. Wash your hands and sanitize when you get back. Creating and sustaining this life that you want to live is a slow burn, sis. Creating a state of mind where you want to constantly be present doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't just come all at once. We see these quotes about becoming the woman we want to be, but not realizing we can't get there and we can't be her if we're tied down by all of the stress and the trauma going on in our lives. Ask yourself, what would the woman you want to be do in this situation right now? Would she panic? Or is she prepared? Would she worry? Or is she going to spend her downtime wisely? Does she think her world is ending? Or is she steadfast in her belief that all things are still working for her good and that she will make it out of this okay? I think another thing to keep in mind, sis, is how do we create structure in our lives and in our homes when it seems like the structure we have lived by our entire lives is falling apart? We're so used to doing the same thing every single day. We get up, go to work, eat breakfast, do the job, be annoyed at work, wish for a better life, go home, work out, eat good on some days, eat bad on other days, work on the side hustle, watch some TV and go to bed, wake up, repeat. And right now we have an opportunity to change that structure, even if it is temporary and mirror our days to what we really want them to be like in the near future. If you have more downtime on your hands, create the type of day that you've always wanted to have. Maybe it's working out in the morning and meditating in the afternoon. Maybe it's taking time to actually make breakfast and journaling and praying in the morning before you start your day. Maybe it's FaceTiming your family for 20 minutes every day before bed. Now we have time to implement the very things that could make our lives better. Because mindfully creating moments that bring you light and joy is like a muscle boo. And it's not just going to pop off right away, but the more you do it, the more you get better at it. Although it may look like the end of the world, it is not. Although it may look like you are doomed, you will be just fine. You have bodied every bad moment in your life up until this point. You will bag this one. Because the coronavirus will not stop the level up. The coronavirus will not stop dreams from coming true. The coronavirus does not take you away from your destiny. 
It may have thrown a couple of rocks on your path. That's okay. Step over them gracefully. It may have shaken you up a little bit and to be honest, still might try and shake you up over the next couple of days, but rest easy and know that your steps are still ordered. There is still a plan to prosper you. You will not be harmed and your future still looks bright. That's it for today's podcast, boo. If you love the Slay Girl Slay podcast, be sure to give us a rating and your feedback at the end of this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to learn more about our girl gang and the Slay Girl Slay book club in the links provided in the description. Follow us on social media at Slay Girl Slay on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. I can't wait for our next girl chat, so please believe we will chat soon, boo. Peace.